0: note, for
1: maximum picture quality it may be necessary to adjust the tracking control on your VCR
0: Hey everybody, welcome to this little bonus episode. We figured because we'd kind of completed our 90s miniseries that we just wanted to kind of bookend it a little bit we're kind of a little bit fastidious like that so we just wanted to kind of talk about the films that we'd seen during this 90s miniseries, talk about how like, um, maybe how our views of those films had changed a little bit, and just kind of put a proper full stop on our, our little mini series before starting the 1970s. So we'd figured we'd do like a kind of a little award show. I should should we introduce ourselves? I'm Liam.
1: <laughs> I'm Ollie.
0: There we go. And this is a just your tracking, <laughs> just your tracking special features or bonus app. I don't know what to call it. Ollie will think of something. Sounds fancy. good. And um, right. Sounds good. This is our little kind of wrap up for the 90s. So we we figured we'd do it in a bit of kind of um awardy style a bit more a bit of kind of so we can kind of structure our conversation a bit
1: we need to have like a name for our like awards then so like you know like uh. you have like the Tonys or the Emmys we need like the the trackies or something like that.
0: the trackies I like that a nice a nice comfortable <laughs> pair of trackies so you can slip <laughs> on <laughs> and you've won the award. <laughs> So, uh...
1: <laughs> just your trackies.
0: So who are, you, who are you? Who are you going to give your trackies to this year?
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> we, you um... go first.
0: Right, we'll start with best actor. Then that's is that, what do they normally start with the Oscars? Is it what's always the first Oscar? Is it best supporting actor? They always do first.
1: Probably, right. yeah.
0: Should we do best supporting actors first? Yeah, go on then. Okay, so I'm not going to do nominations because obviously it's just the films that we'd watched. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, I kind of found supporting a little difficult, if I'm very honest, to select oh, from really? this. Um But I ended up going with Ice Cube and Boys in the Hood playing Doughboy. I think I think he was my my favourite kind of supporting character from this. And, and a character that, that I can't stop thinking about since I watched the film, actually. Guess what? What? He's my favourite supporting actor as well. Hey! Awesome! He gets two pairs of trackers
1: he does <laughs> <laughs> our rewards are tracksuit bottoms um, we've we've we actually watched a, I'd say for me at least six or seven of these films were really really solid films and like the yeah. top five could be quite interchangeable for me in terms of what I thought of them but but so, yeah Ice Cube for me is my standout for best supporting actor
0: yeah absolutely I think that I think he nails that character the, the character is such a kind of feature of 90s films and even beyond that, um, and I kind of astonished that he didn't get much rep back in the day because um, he just he dominates that film. Really, he's the emotional heart of it. Agreed. And I think Ice Cube does it really well.
1: So, what's next? Next supporting supporting actress? So I think have you got Sorry. any
0: other actors you could have picked from the other films? I was kind of struggling to kind of think people I really liked that supporting that really dominate.
1: Because
0: um... the thing with Chunking Express is that all of them are not all of them are leads in that film.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who did I like? Oh, William Defoe, I think yeah, maybe in to say, Wilder yeah. Hart was really good. As um M- what was his name? Bobby Bobby
0: Ah shit. Um, ah shit. Um, Utah? Oh something like
1: that, is it? Is it's a state. Bobby something like that. No, yeah, you you're close, I think it's something like that. But yeah, um no, yeah, I can't think actually who was the Maybe Remains of the Day, the dad. <laughs> yes. To be yes. fair, that, that could yeah. have easily been... That could have
0: easily won. It could have well,
1: won. A lot it won. of the guys won. in Dead
0: Presidents, a lot of the guys in Glengarry, Glen Ross, but I didn't really like Glengarry Glenn Glen Ross that much. But best... So what have you guys... So we'll do Best Supporting Actress. So you first.
1: I picked Bridget Lynn from Chunking Express, to be honest, for Best okay. Supporting Actress. I think. Um, I
0: thought of all
1: of them, it was it was quite it's quite hard to pick best supporting actress because in election Reese Witherspoon's a lead character, Lead. Yeah. it's not really a supporting character. Remains of the Day, you've only got really I um, only got
0: Emma Thompson.
1: Emma Thompson. You have got yeah. some of the female characters, but they're not like massive in it.
0: um I couldn't pick supporting. Last Days of Disco, I. I if if Last Days of Disco was coming up for awards, I can imagine a studio deciding which one of those two were supporting or lead. You know, if they want to split the vote. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> but so, what did you go for?
0: I went for, and I'm not, I'm not totally sure how to pronounce her name, um, but I think it's embouche or Embush, uh, right? Who it, from Dead Presidents? Who played the uh, sister in Dead Presidents? The, oh, okay, uh, really. Ugh. Because um I mean,
1: not that she wasn't bad, but I just found her character really lacking. But
0: sure, but I think like it's when I was trying, as you say, it was a little bit difficult to pick best supporting actress. But um for me, she's the standout of that film. She's the best thing, kind of about it, the iconic imagery for me. And when and yeah, since so. we watched it, it's, she's all the person I've really thought about when I've thought about that film. So when it comes to like best supporting, I was like, she she supports the film in a way that elevates it. Um And I think... But the that film doesn't support her, which is a shame. No, it doesn't. Like, we sp- no. We've
1: spoken about it. That The film could have been a lot more. There's there's a good yeah. film in there, but it just it just wants to be everything when it should have just been focused on.
0: But it's a, quite a lot of time when they do those best supporting actor noms. They're not always the greatest film, but the actress really like dominates it in a way. Or supports the film in a greater way, kind of like Kathy Burke and stuff in the last in in the last in last Oscars and things. So that's, true, that's the true. angle I was going for. I wish I'd looked up how to pronounce her name: Enbush or Enbushy or something. I can't remember.
1: So what's uh, what's the next one?
0: Should we do screenplays? Sure. Have you got adapted and original? Yep. So I'm gonna do, so adapted. What's your adapted?
1: I picked Remains of the Day. Same.
0: My another another <laughs> double <laughs> pair another pair of trackers.
1: To be fair, yeah. there's a few of these which are based on books. So um Most Remains of them, the actually. Day. Election. Election, uh, yeah. Perfect Perfect Blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wild at Heart Wild at Heart's a book as well, wasn't it?
0: It was, yeah. Glengarry's a play.
1: yeah. Good play, yeah. So a Suburbia's lot of them, a
0: play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, so a lot to pick from from that. But yeah, I think Remains of the Day was it was really well written and uh
0: great adaptation yeah great yeah. change from book into screen and capturing that I well
1: I I found my, my dad has the uh, original book like illustrated book I think I showed it to you and you said you like those it's a particular type of book oh the
0: folio books yeah
1: the folio books yeah so I'm, yeah. I might give that a read
0: it's meant to be a good book a number of people have spoke to me since listening to our show actually and saying how much they love the book and shamefully I've never read it but apparently more people I knew read it than I thought <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, what's your um, favorite uh, original screenplay? Then
0: um, this was really difficult for me, but I went for Chunking Express. I think. Ah, but it's a that... great film. So, yeah, and you know, I think you can't it's, really go wrong with it. It's well structured. I love the story of it. I, lo- I love the structuring of it. I love the characters in it. I love the flow of the way they interact. I think it's a fantastic screenplay. And that
1: uh, I went for Boys in the Hood. Okay, cool.
0: I can't argue with that.
1: I thought it was a great film. uh, Great characters. um, Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, who wrote this screenplay? Was it? um, It was John Singleton. John Singleton, wasn't it? it? Himself, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, your first screenplay, uh, your first film, and he knocked it out of the park. Yeah,
0: yeah. Can't argue with that at all.
1: Uh, So, what should we go for next? Uh, Director? Yeah, uh, do you want to go first?
0: okay yeah i went for uh, mr satashi Khan for perfect blue i think he, i think um i felt that that film is all about the direction uh the way it's structured and the way it comes together and the, the way they play images and the way it morphs the way the color pa- palette of the film changes blah, blah 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 i think that's all about the direction i think i think he lay, lay a lot on his feet especially cuz he adapted the uh, story as well himself Guess what? What?
1: He's my director of choice. As no well. way! <laughs> I thought we were gonna have a split
0: there. Cool, man. Another pair of trackers. I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, man.
1: No, it was just fantastic. Just the the way that they put that film together, I thought was fantastic and a perfect use of animation in a in a film that wouldn't
0: necessarily
1: have to be animated. And I just thought sure. they they just, uh, yeah, he just did a fantastic job. I was going
0: to ask you about this. The when it comes to looking at the, what we would term cinematography in an animation what does that mean yeah. what does a cinematographer bring to like an animation that's that's different well, from like what a director brings or
1: or well, from live action well film? well i mean like people like pixar and that they will hire s- cinematographers to because you, even in a cgi you have a, you have virtual lights don't you so you would have a mm. cinematographer in that respect but with the it's an interesting question with hand-drawn animation because you have to draw in the shadows, or yeah. you know the backgrounds have to be drawn in a certain way. And um, but yeah, you'd still need a cinematographer to kind of help fit the mood, I guess. Like,
0: yeah, you'd sure. have to. But to ki- yeah, it's like to...
1: um, I remember having this argument with my friend Brandon, who's going to be on the show at some point. Hey, Brandon, and I believe for I think. Gravity won Best Cinematographer. Okay, one year. And, I can't remember who shot that, but and I think Brandon disagreed because it wasn't um, a live action. Oh, it wasn't like okay. physical cameras. It was like mostly CGI because in that film, the only thing that's really real is their, isn't their faces? It's just their faces. Yeah, and then there's like a few scenes inside the space station. I think uh, later on, but um, so all the lighting in that is is fake it's in camera it's in the computer sorry sure but but the same skills have to apply you have to you have to get it right for it to work so i don't see i don't see the disconnect for me i see it as all the same yeah but But maybe that's because i'm an animator so you have to kind of think about those things as well and i think it's a bit unfair to kind of Say, oh, it's, it's its own thing. Whereas it's it's not. It's the same thing, you know. Uh, still thinking about the same play-
0: challenges. Thinking about the same kind if of setups. And
1: if if you're playing guitar, like if you're playing piano, if you're playing a piano, and you're recording it and you're making a recording, it that's a recorded piece of music. If you're recording a piano on a computer and you record, it's still a recorded piece of music. So I don't see how it differs. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, it's the same I thing, but. I don't know if that's your answered your question but uh
0: no it has i was just curious it's like i find i find the whole process of animation so unwieldy like it's like to me it feels like such a big task and to make like an animated film seems crazy to me like i can't understand how anyone ever completes an animated film and like (laughs) so sometimes it's like i i wonder how just the tasks break down uh, or, or how that works through because i can't imagine sometimes a lot of people see the whole Well, an animated
1: film will probably have about four or five directors on it, so you'll have the overall director, but then you'll have a timing director, and the timing director is just the person. They'll have a piece of paper, they'll have the script, and they'll say, okay, this scene is going to be 30 seconds long. On frame one, this is going to happen. By frame five, this movement's going to happen. Frame ten, sure. going to get to this point because it's direction to give the animator to say, okay, I need to animate all this within this thirty seconds or sure. five seconds or however long it is. Then you have like, uh, what else do you have? Like direct supervisors. You have all kinds of different directors on an animated film that you wouldn't necessarily have on a live action film because you probably have about 400 animators who are working for you and you have yeah. to make sure they're all working to the same goal because otherwise it could just get completely unwieldy so you have sure. to have lots of other directors involved that's why you'll find this on most animated films there'll be a lot of there'll be a lot of double duty directors like two directors working on films and stuff like that like as the okay. head hunt show because there's just so much work yeah, to be done yeah sure
0: yeah i've seen that right, should we should we move on <clears throat> yeah man uh, Let's do best actress Sure so you, you go first? first No you first right. I'm asking I
1: have i can't decide Between two of them
0: That's fair I think this one's difficult
1: <laughs> So I'm just going to say Both of them Because I can't decide and That's not No they can't so share I've,
0: They can't share The track, <laughs> track is
1: Yes they can They can uh, Have a leg each <laughs> Well I've picked Either Emma Thomas Or Laura Dern And I couldn't decide Between the two Emma Tom- I keep saying it <laughs> Emma Thompson or or, uh, Laura Dern. I can't decide between the two because they are both committed performances. Yeah. And they were both really good.
0: I went for Laura Dern. Yeah. I
1: I think in my heart of hearts, that's where I will, that's where I'd probably land if I was to mull it over a bit longer.
0: Not that it's, it's not to take anything away from Emma Thompson. She's an absolutely amazing remains of the day. But I just love Laura Dern's energy and performance in, in Wild at Heart. I think if, if Wilder Heart is anything, those the two leads, you know, her and Nick Cage, drag that film through. You know, they give you stability oh, to, yeah. keep, to keep 100%. watching. Oh yeah, hundred And Laura Dernot really latched onto. With
1: Emma Thompson, and I don't mean this is any disrespect to her because she's fantastic, but you can throw a rock and you'll hit a performance that's like this in other <laughs> films that she's
0: done. Sure. Yeah, she's a. Li- I would say she's more engaging in like Howard's Way or yeah, or like in a very similar sort of role. And again, not to be disparaging because yeah. she's amazing
1: yeah exactly all right so should we go best actor
0: i've gone for the twitter sensation himself sir anthony hopkins <laughs> in remains of the day guess what what so have i hey <laughs> i think he's just i did he's oh, so good yeah, that performance is yeah i think if in terms of Anthony Hopkins' performances or just performance in a film, that's an absolute anchoring, anchoring performance. Yeah. And he's, he, he's subtle with a, he's subtle like a hedge, like a sledgehammer, is that a phrase? It's like, he he's so subtle, but it's it's really powerful. Like
1: It annoys when people get, like, don't get me wrong, I love Silence of the Lambs, but when people say that's his best role ever, I'm like, is it? Is it? Is it, is it really? Is it? Sure. Like, he's good in it, don't get me wrong, but, like, this is just, like, another level, like... Like, when an actor can... It's very hard for actors to play, play that subtle, I think. Yes.
0: Yeah, in such and, a quiet film. And
1: carry a, and carry a film as well at the same time. Yeah, and time. be
0: engaging and be... Yeah. Keep your attention And he manages screen. to do all of them. And makes you feel emotion for a man who doesn't have... Who doesn't, amute, like, emote at all at any point. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, it's a them. very British film in the fact that it's it's all about people not saying the thing they want to say and, and like not muttering, but kind of dancing around the issue. And, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. It, it's all about it the things so that well. are
0: not said to each other more than anything else.
1: Yeah. Okay, so should we go for... Well, I've got score and soundtrack, so I don't know how you want to play it.
0: Oh, I just did a soundtrack that I like the most, but go on, I'll hear yours.
1: So, so for score, I wanted to go for... Chunking Express because I didn't say this yeah, on the yeah, on the yeah. Chunking Express podcast, but the theme was amazing. Like, yeah. and apparently on the actual soundtrack, that theme isn't on it. It's that like works. broken up, and there's only like little bits of it within other like tracks from the score. Huh. But I went for score. I went for Remains of the Day because the main theme that, for yeah, Remains of the Day is sublime. It's so good. It's like a beautiful score.
0: Yeah, I I think the the I know the score from Remains of the Day from like just to having classical music on in the car and stuff like that yeah it's something that's kind of persisted for me so yeah i would agree with that i had um i had trouble picking soundtrack um there's a few soundtracks i really like in this um i think the election soundtrack is really good i think the suburbia yep. soundtrack is really good I even mean, though i didn't know I see anything about the film but um but i did <laughs> i did actually pick chunking express for soundtrack i think it was my favorite one
1: well you've got that nice cranberries cover, the cranberries cover. Yeah, that. and stuff yeah and Although they did egregiously overuse um what's the song? California Dream. California Dream. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh for my soundtrack I picked Suburbia just because it's got a lot yeah. of bands that I listen to anyway and songs I haven't heard from those bands, so
0: yeah. I enjoyed that. So Definitely great pick soundtrack. Suburbia. Shame about the film. <laughs> Shame about the film, but the soundtrack's great. And yeah, Election, I thought the soundtrack was great as well it's, As you say. I think you said it on the episode It's got a um, Sebado Baudou- track on yeah, it Yeah, it's got which, some good um, tracks
1: on it
0: Yeah, which was a big thing in the 90s This is why I kind of wanted to ask about soundtrack in this Because like, for me, anyway, I've got big memories of the 90s films That I always had the soundtrack with them I had like, it on cassette and oh, stuff yeah. like that so, like, I remember the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack was huge And I remember the Kingpin soundtrack, I think i remember like cable
1: guy one was big
0: cable guy one yeah yeah i used to listen to cable one guy a lot and um then i think that was others i swear we used to have loads of stuff on like loads of those and it kind of peaked with the matrix soundtrack i've got the spawn one a lot of crystal method or filter
1: (laughs) yeah filter and the filter and the crystal method um (laughs) yeah and like stabbing west was on loads of soundtracks as well yeah. but filter was on it like i really like the x-files movie soundtrack as well
0: ah, yeah that's what i was trying to remember it's got that like, bjork on it and stuff
1: it's got bjork foo fighters you've got soul coughing Filter yeah. again i think filter again. there's a really good there's a really good noel gallagher track on it which he then re-recorded with uh who's the guy from the stone roses Ian Brown, I think he's singing on it, but not on the X-File soundtrack one. It's just a musical one on that one. You've got the cardigans, Aswad and Sting. Got loads on that.
0: <laughs> you got everyone? All all yeah, of them come an out. <laughs> <laughs> and then it kinda of does peak with Matrix. I remember the Matrix soundtrack being absolutely massive. Everyone had that school and it was like a lot of people's first introduction to like rage against the machine and stuff even though I don't know how they hadn't heard of rage beforehand but like a lot of people I've, found we probably it hadn't like to be honest. I'm sure I had uh, it on a cassette
1: well the matrix soundtrack was good cuz it had what was on there you had well it's where i definitely discovered the death tones which for me really? changed everything you had marilyn manson rocky's dead propellerheads ministry propellerheads uh, ministry uh, the <laughs> the prodigy yeah. Uh, Rob Zombie, Dragula uh, Dragula, yeah Hive, Monster Magnet Ramstein, because Duhast do- that's when we first yeah, do- discovered Hamstein, Ramstein, yeah, and Rage Against Machine
0: and then soundtracks kind of just started dying I swear, they just don't do them anymore
1: yeah, it just kind of went it just became more score based I guess, which is not yeah. necessarily a bad thing but I, I think no. it's expensive to. it's probably more expensive to license music than it is to record your own music
0: I think maybe there was just the thing in the '90s that people were desperate to have like um, people do. Well, it's
1: all about the merchandise, the tie-ins, uh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff.
0: So you've got two songs for ba- for Batman Forever, and you got two songs for Batman and Robin uh, that marketed both of them. You got a ballad for both right. of them, and then you got like the rock song for both of them. Oh, you got, you got, you got so the you "Gotham got... City" by R. Kelly, didn't you? By R. Kelly, yeah. <laughs> and then you got That's the end what, is the beginning is the Read the lyrics for that Gotham book. City because it's I like don't want to.
1: City of Justice, City of Peace. <laughs> Gotham City's not meant to be any of those things. <laughs> it's like do your homework, R. Kelly. Stop so,
0: un- undeniably to Groom undeniably underage girls and Seals better than R. Kelly in that like Kiss from oh, a Rose is the best.
1: Like It's a good song, though that is.
0: But what what's your what's your choice between end is the beginning and whatever the U two song's called?
1: Oh, smashing pumpkins all day, every day. Yeah,
0: I love that. Yeah, totally.
1: I love the fact there's four different four different versions of that. You've got the end is the beginning is the end. You've got the beginning of the end is the end. No, <laughs> beginning of the end is the beginning. And then there's two other versions. And they used one of them, the non-Batman... the Not the one... The one that wasn't used in the film was then used for the trailer for Watchmen. Was it? Because... In Zack Snyder's words, I, I wanted to redeem this song because it was too good to, to be wasted on that film or something like that.
0: Oh wow, good news, he's going to redeem Justice League as well.
1: Oh yeah, we haven't talked about that yet. We haven't <laughs> talked about
0: that once, I've been ignoring it and you just brought up the Z word, the Schneider word. We'll is cover it whenever
1: word? it comes out, whenever it's dropped <laughs> onto... Uh... Don't give
0: a shit. You know what the worst thing about this is? That fucking What's David Ayer is saying that he wants to do the Ayer cut for fucking Suicide Squad, Ugh. and he's trying he's to get momentum behind now. him. No one wants it. No one alive wants that. David Ayer, go away. Go eat a bag of knots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Okay. So should we go to our top tens of like yeah of our favorites? Okay, we'll do it around robin. So we'll do ten. We'll just keep going. Like I'll do my ten. Your ten. Whatever. Okay, what so, you confused
0: the hell out of me. What are we doing?
1: So this will end with my best picture. Okay. Okay. So my number 10 in my list is Suburbia. I thought it was okay. a pretty shit film, to be honest.
0: <laughs> to the point.
1: What about yours? Suburbia. Suburbia. Okay, my nine is Dead Presidents. Like, I really wanted to like this film, and I think it looks good, but it just totally missed the mark on everything for me. It just kind of... It's like three films in one and only one of them was slightly interesting mm-hmm. and it didn't really fulfil its potential for me.
0: Fair. I had the same Dead Presidents at nine as well. It's oh, okay. I think I liked it a touch more than you. But um Yeah. It doesn't really work. Like Uh,
1: my eight is Last Days of Disco. After a second watch I I definitely got a lot more out of it, but it's still not really a film made for me about kind of New York kind of uh, what do you call it? What's the word?
0: Uh, yuppies, young yuppies. yuppies yeah, it's love. not really, yeah.
1: it's not really for me. I can understand why some people really like it though.
0: My number eight was Glen Cary, Glen Ross. In yeah, a similar sort of way that I can understand why people like this, but it's not really for me. And but I, the only thing I really got out of it is enjoying these actors kind of working really and just watching them do some acting was kind of fun. For me but I didn't really like the film that much
1: so I put I've got that as my seven and okay. the reason being is I really like Jack Lemon in it and he could have possibly yeah. been a, for best supporting actor but he's yeah. not a patch on uh, Ice Cube but, no. but Jack Lemon was really good in that film
0: Actually, I, I should have said that he was the guy I was thinking about as best supporting as well because Jack Lemon is the best thing about that film Um, what's yours? Wild at Heart
1: yeah it, okay
0: it feels low, but I think that's just a product of the other films we have. More than yeah, else? they're
1: very strong. So from mine, from six to one, well, five to one anyway, could probably interchange. Yeah, but five my to number one. Six yeah. is, my number six is Wild at Heart. And, you know, I, we talked about it at great length.
0: Yeah, my number six is Last Days of Disco. Yeah. Wild at Heart. It's it's a great film. It's a great film. But it it just, there's there was better films in our list, I think is the only way to say it.
1: Yeah. I still like it when they stop the car and rock out to metal, or at <laughs> the metal gig and they're doing their weird mosh dancing or whatever. Um, dancing. My number five is Chunking Express, but again, these could all move. So it's no, it's it's not to speak badly about that film. And five is not a bad score. But uh, no, no, no. But uh, my, yeah, it went my there.
0: five was Election. Yeah, again, brilliant film. Uh, we, me, and me, Paul, and yourself spoke to it, spoke about it for a very long amount of time. Really. <laughs> we did, um, but uh, yeah, I just were, there was other films I preferred this year. This uh,
1: year this my year. number. F- <laughs> <laughs> I f- I don't know if uh, my number it- 3 my number, sorry, my number four is Election. Okay. Again, same reasons, same same as you said. It's a great film. people all liked it. I haven't really got anything bad to say about it.
0: My number four is Remains of the Day. Oh, okay. Which is wonderful, but there was films I preferred more, personally. That's all that, like... There's nothing I can say... I can't say anything bad about Remains of the Day. It's just... Uh,
1: my number three was Remains of the Day.
0: My number three is Boys in the Hood.
1: Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about Boys in the Hood, or...? Uh,
0: it's wonderful, and go watch it, especially now. I think I can say that.
1: Yeah, it's very poignant, and I guess dead presidents as well. Very poignant at the moment. Yeah. Um. Where am I at now? Uh, I'm really struggling with my number one and number two. I would say my number two, uh, my number two is probably Boys in the Hood.
0: Yeah. my number two is Perfect Blue.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my number, my number one is Perfect Blue.
0: Sure, my number one was Chunking Express. Oh wow! So,
1: so I'm assuming that's your best picture.
0: Yep. So be- my best picture this year uh, is Chunking Express. Come along, Mister One Car Y and get your pair of trackers.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine's and... uh, Perfect Blue. I don't think he's able to get my trackies, unfortunately. He isn't. But... Someone I have to come collect it for him. Yes, I'm sure someone will too. <laughs> I kind of want to make some tracksuit bottoms now.
0: <laughs> but yeah, those top five for me, as you say, easily my number five could have probably crept its way up, or number four could have crept its way up. It was very interchangeable. But um, yeah, massive. out of everything, Chunking spoke to me in a way that that's my type of film. Like that's what I look for in a film, and I keep thinking of Chunking since since watching that. So I think that was yeah, that was always going to be my. Number I mean, it one.
1: could have been. It could have been higher for me, but it's again, it was just really strong. And like "Boys in the Hood" on another day could have been my number one because I just thought it was, yeah, I just thought it was fantastic. It it's, is just, it's just, it's just got some, just got some little oddities in it. Like by the time, um, you know, the main character grows up and he's Cuba Gooding Jr. He looks about twenty-five when really he's supposed <laughs> to be about seventeen, and his dad <laughs> is about two years older than him. It's just, <laughs> it's got some weird little things in it like that, but. <laughs> But I still really, I thought it was a fantastic film.
0: So it's like, um, it was when we put together this 10, I, I didn't totally know what it was going to be. But we ended up with a pretty strong kind of miniseries, I would say.
1: Yeah, I think so. And we definitely picked films that were a bit out of the norm.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, definitely.
1: And we definitely had some reaction from people going, oh, I love that film, or I've not seen that, I'll check that out, or yeah. Funny You've funny you've done this because I've just ordered this film just right this second so yeah
0: there's a few people that talked to me who are out of like the woodwork have been like I love that film and no one's ever mentioned that kind of thing and yeah so that's really really satisfying actually
1: so hopefully in the 70s we'll get some more films that we will uh, enjoy yeah equally or just as
0: much I think there's a bit of there's a the difference when we are going back to back in time and looking at the older series is the fact that I would have at least let's say we would probably have seen less of them so yeah um there might be room to have a little more of i don't know how how to put this but there might be more like bigger films there where i think on yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah a lot of the films were they're big films but they're a little more indie there was a little more indie vibe to them let's say that i think
1: yeah i i I hear that Um, right then i guess that wraps it up for today yeah do you reckon it does yeah
0: Cool. I well, we'll so.
1: see you again next week, and yeah, uh, I'm thanks. guessing yeah. we'll be we'll be hitting the 70s then with our first film, which is Wendy. Which is Correct?
0: <laughs> Wonder.
1: Wonder. That's the one. <laughs> Wonder Wendy. Same. Same difference. <laughs> what if I find a film that's called it's Wendy, called and Wendy. I'm like, we start to talk about
0: the film, and I'm like, this was trash. Really right? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah, uh, Wonder, which I just said will be hitting bigger films Wonder's a little difficult to find out there but you can <laughs> find it but um, it's I, I haven't seen it yet so I can't tell if it's good or not, it's just I can tell you that it was picked for selection at, and for a recent Venice Film Festival so thats it's got some proper kind of heart behind it it's got and some it clout be... behind it clout, not heart, yeah and, um, hopefully it'll be a good episode alright then
1: with that said, uh, don't forget, you can find us on Twitter. We're uh, at track. That's uh, a your with a YR, not a your. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And remember, if the picture's bad, always adjust your tracking. <laughs>